Knox here by the bay. It's sunny today. Well, at the moment, there are clouds in the sky. I'm having a very relaxing day. since last night. I'm going to cook it early while I still have light. So, I want to talk about a couple things. Uh, the, the White Album, the final thing that I forgot to mention, it popped in my head the other day that I didn't even mention it in the last audio boo. The most important thing, and the real reason why it was the last Beatles album. And then, also, I have a show coming up at the uh, Lost Church in, <coughs> excuse me, uh, San Francisco. On February 2nd, it's a, I'll put a picture of it up with this uh, audio boo. Um, and uh, you can see it's a wonderful place. And uh, I'll have uh, more information about it on my website at knoxbronson.com. If you haven't already, please go to that site and sign up for the newsletter which I haven't sent one in a year or two, so, but I'm going to start because I'm getting very serious about things. Uh, you know, doing the things you're supposed to do to promote yourself, which is like build your mailing list. So please go to knoxbronson.com, sign up. There, there will be perks just for signing up. Um, So yeah, February 2nd, it's at uh, 55 Cap Street or 65 Cap Street in San Francisco between 15th and 16th. Beautiful little place, really cool. People go there to listen to music. It's mostly an acoustic venue, so it's going to be a really interesting show. I've been working on some really cool stuff for us. It's very different from anything I've, I've ever done before. You will want to be there. And then someday you'll be able to say, I saw him when. Um, yeah, on a related note, we had a recording session the other night. Uh, Rachel Efron came in and laid down piano on three songs for the next album, and she absolutely killed it and took the album to a new place that we didn't know it could go to. Uh, it was um, it was so great. I, I just I, I don't really have words for it, but hopefully you'll, you'll, you'll hear you'll hear what I heard when we release the album. So, and now we now we 
you know, I was talking to Rick, the producer, and he said, well, we have to rethink the rest of the album. Because we were, you know, toying with the idea of just, we weren't sure it would work, it would work adding a piano to guitar and voice, but it not only worked, it, it turned it into a whole another thing, so... Um, I was humbled and honored and uh, extremely grateful. Still am. So, where are we? We're at 4.45. That means I have about five minutes to talk about the White Album a little bit more. You may or may not have listened to my podcast about the White Album and you know, how it seemed to us in the context of those times, those strange times, the end of 1968, and Nixon had just been installed in the White House by the lizard people and all of that, and the riots that had happened, and the riots that were coming, and everything, the coming of the great darkness, And then then came the White Album, and it was an oasis. And it was a it was a, it was a whole universe. And um, I think I mentioned the 50th anniversary release. I highly recommend it. It's like 70 bucks. You get about a hundred songs. You know, alternative takes, you know, remixed, uh, you know, uh, remixes of the albums, which I like. Some people don't, but I, I do, so. But, the and I don't quite know how to put this into words. The, I, I was driving the other day and listening to probably Dear Prudence and then Glass Onion and then while my guitar gently weeps, and then happiness is a warm gun. The thing about the White Album was that it didn't seem to come from outside. It seemed to come from inside me. It's like that album had always been there and they just recorded it. And it really hit me the other day that that's what the difference between it and everything else was. Uh, Everything else meaning all their other music by other people around that time, all of their music by them before and after that time. And they were always magical at capturing the zeitgeist, and being just a step ahead of everybody else with the engineering and the effects and the incredible songwriting and everything. But the White Album, it didn't call attention to itself the way, say, Sgt. Peppers did with all the over orchestration and all that stuff and the Sgt. Pepper's structure, you know, and all that. Um, the White Album 
is, you know, was a, a double album. Each, as I mentioned, each song was its own journey. Each side was its own journey through the songs. And then there was the, the overall journey. But what, what I recall now, and I still hit me today, it seemed like the music was coming from inside me. And, you know, I'm not talking about being on drugs or anything like that or being stoned. I'm talking about how it resonated and the truth, how it resonated to my own, you know, emotional life. Uh, I was only, what, I think I just turned 18 when it came out. But also, you know, my perception of the world and everything. And that, that was what made the White Album the White Album, and still does today. I, I, I have never put my finger on it before, or words to it until just like a week ago, and I thought I'd better mention it in my next audio booth. So I have. And I'm going to say, this is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you. Mm-hmm. 